In today's episode, I will explain to you the different types of document libraries you can have on your SharePoint site. When we think about the document library, we usually think about the library to store our files and folders, but there are also other needs and other types of content that we need to store, and that's essentially what I'm going to explain to you in this particular episode. Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator, frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Hello again, this is Greg Zelfand from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 26 of SharePoint Maven podcast. So in today's episode, I will explain to you the different types of document libraries you can have on your SharePoint site. When we talk about the document library, we tend to think about a library to store our files and folders. However, there are also other document libraries that are created for you automatically on the SharePoint site or other types of document libraries you can create manually as well. And that's essentially what I want to explain to you today. So first, what is a document library? Think of a document library as a file and cabinet, an electronic file and cabinet where you will organize information, primarily files and folders. But again, we can also utilize a document library for other types of content as well. A document library is essentially a middle layer between a SharePoint site and your files and folders, your content. Just like in your office, if I were to come into your office, I'm sure I would see a number of different file and cabinets. What do you have inside of those file and cabinets, files and folders? Same idea with document libraries in SharePoint. It's pretty much an electronic file and cabinet. Again, it's a middle layer between a site and your files and folders, and it's essentially a place where you would organize your files and folders. So the first type of a document library is pretty much just a regular document library that is uh, created each and every time you create a SharePoint site. By default, it's called documents, and essentially it's a place where you would eventually migrate all your files and folders into. Each and every site has at least one document library. You can create additional ones if you want, but by default, you only get one. Another thing to note is that if you have a SharePoint site, that is connected to Microsoft Teams. So essentially, if you have a team with all the different channels, all the files you upload to those channels will end up in that default document library. Essentially, for each and every standard channel, you get a folder in the default document library. So you will get a general folder, you know, other folders for each and every channel uh, you would create in Microsoft Teams. And again, by default, you only get one document library on a site, but you can go to uh, gear icon, site contents, and create additional libraries as you wish. Now, in most cases, you can probably get away with uh, just a single library, just one document library on your SharePoint site. However, there might be reasons why you need multiple document libraries on your site. Uh, usually, it's the volume that kind of dictates uh, the uh, need to create additional libraries, but uh, there are also other reasons as well, and I'll probably uh, you know, record a separate episode of that down the road. The second type of a document library you can have on your SharePoint site is a picture library. We used to have this second library available uh, for quite some time in SharePoint. It's still available in modern SharePoint. It's not available on communication sites, though, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, however, you can still create one on a team site. 
And as probably you already get, the objective of the picture library is to store your pictures, store your images. So what is the difference between a document library and a picture library? The picture library actually looks and behaves exactly the same as a document library. However, there are a few minor differences between the two. Picture library by default also contains some metadata columns uh, that are specific to images. Uh, for example, keywords, you know, date the photo was taken, etc. The other difference is that when you upload images to the picture library, by default, the picture library will display it to you with a thumbnail preview. Unlike documents in a regular document library, just pretty much a list of all the documents you have. Uh, with picture library, you get a little preview of the image, a little uh, thumbnail, a little square of the image, uh, which is quite nice, which is almost compatible with all those different albums you get to see online these days. Now, the same thumbnail, the same preview of the image is available on a regular document library as well, but you have to go into the views dropdown and choose it manually. With picture library, you get it by default. So if you want to organize your images and if the ability to preview images to have this nice thumbnail preview uh, is important, definitely uh, use the picture library instead of the document library. So now let me explain to you the other two types of document libraries that are available in SharePoint as well. The two document libraries, the regular document library and the picture document library, I just described to you are the library where you will uh, store and organize your own content. However, behind the scenes, we also have other document libraries. These are not libraries where you will actively organize content in, uh, at least directly. These are the document libraries that are necessary for the site to work. So you will still be using those libraries, I guess, indirectly uh, to organize your content. Uh, but these are the document libraries. Think of them as system libraries that kind of exist behind the scenes. So document library type number three is a library called Site Pages Library. Just like the name implies, uh, this library is used to store and organize pages in SharePoint. I actually explained what a page is in previous episode of my podcast in episode number 25, so feel free to check it out. Uh, but essentially, each and every time you create a new page, it would be stored in the site pages library on the SharePoint site. Of course, by default, you only get one page on the SharePoint site. It's called home.spx, uh, uh, but you can have as many pages uh, in your site as, as you wish. And each and every time you create a new page or each and every time you create a news announcement, because that pretty much translates into the page, all those pages will be stored in the site pages library on a SharePoint site. So to navigate to this page, you would just need to click on gear icon in the upper right-hand corner, then choose site contents. And of course, this is where you will get to see all the document libraries, you know, your regular document library, your other document libraries, you create as well as the site pages library. So be careful with that uh, particular library. Uh, sometimes what I see uh, people do, uh, they navigate to this library somehow, and then uh, for whatever reason, they decide maybe to test it out, experiment, see what happens. They delete uh, the home page, all right, uh, that home.aspx page. And what ends up happening is that the site can no longer be loaded. Essentially, it tries to resolve the URL, you know, essentially uh, load that page, if you will, and the page is deleted. It goes to the recycle bin, 
And unfortunately, the site can no longer function properly until the page is restored. The last library I want to explain to you is called Site Assets Library. It is accessible through the same site contents uh, I told you about previously. Essentially, if you click the gear icon, site contents, again, you will see all the libraries, site pages library. You will also see a library called site assets. This is yet another library that is super important for your site to function properly. And it is used to organize and store, again, all the different elements that are necessary for your site to work. For example, if you upload a logo to your site, guess where it ends up? It ends up in the site assets library. When you edit your pages and decide to upload some images uh, to make your pages prettier, again, guess where the photos reside? They do not go into the regular document library. They do not go into a picture library. They automatically are getting uploaded to that site assets library. Site assets library is also where one not notebook is stored. Each and every site you create, a team site at least, right, uh, gets a one not notebook uh, that is automatically created on that site. Uh, it's a notebook you can access from a SharePoint site, you know, through the navigation on the left-hand side. It's a notebook you can link to from Microsoft Teams. But again, guess where it is stored? It is stored in the site assets library automatically. So it's almost like a site assets library is a catch-all type of library. Um, again, it's a library that is necessary for your site to uh, work and function properly. So it is another place where you need to be careful. Um, make sure not to delete stuff by accident. Uh, again, if you do, uh, it will end up in the recycle bin, so it, you will be able to restore it. But again, uh, when you delete it, once you delete stuff, uh, the um, you know the certain information will not load properly. So these are the four types of document libraries I wanted to explain to you in this particular episode. Now, to be accurate here, there are other libraries that exist in SharePoint as well. So for example, if you uh, use the um, Teams Wiki feature in Microsoft Teams, you will also get Teams Wiki data document library automatically created on your site. But all these other libraries, they're kind of for unique use cases, unique scenarios, they get less frequently used than the ones I described to you in this particular episode. So that's all I wanted to cover today. Hopefully you learned something new. As always, happy to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com, and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review.